future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at UBNRadio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Welcome to Live, Love, Thrive, a Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you by 360 Karma. Today I have two guests uh, that come from families that actually uh, came from other countries. They fled those countries under oppression and have come to America to build very successful businesses here. Later in the show, we're going to be talking to Dana Arnett and her business partner, Carlos Sepene. And uh, Carlos, actually, his family left Venezuela uh, when his when he was almost kidnapped, there was an attempt on, on kidnapping him, and we're going to talk to him later in the show about that. Uh, but first, we're going to talk to Julie Smolianski. Smolianski, yes, it's a hard a lot of uh, letters in there. The CEO <laughs> of Lifeway Foods, and her family fled from uh, the Soviet Union about forty years ago. And we welcome Julie. Hi, Catherine. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Wow, at one point you were uh, the youngest CEO in the country of a publicly held company. Female CEO, the youngest yeah. female CEO. Youngest female CEO. Yeah, right. I, I might still be the youngest, actually. Wow. Yeah. Of a publicly traded company. Of a publicly yeah. traded company. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I know you took that company from like, you know, whatever, 10 yes. million to like over 100 million. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. My dad died in 2002. And um, I got thrust into this position at the age of 27. And um, at the time when he passed away, the business was 12 million in revenue. And today we do over 130 million wow. in revenue. And we're um, sold in you know throughout the world. Actually, we are now in Canada, Mexico, the UK, Ireland, um, you know throughout Europe. And um, next is Mars and Jupiter. And I, that would be my goal. <laughs> That's my goal. The That's next big trend is moon dust, so I'm, I'm going to take some up there. There we go. you got to yeah. talk to uh, Elon Musk. That's right. I Trust <laughs> he, me. It's on my list. He's actually a client of our next guest coming on, yeah. so maybe well, we can put you together. I think so. I want to sponsor one <laughs> so of those launches because, you know, if, if – People are going up there. They should be drinking kefir. We should be the official drink of, of <laughs> outer space. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And your, your product is like a, a probiotic, a dairy-based yeah, product. Yeah, dairy product. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, so kefir is uh, a, a product that's uh, been around for over 2,000 years. Actually, wow. um, some archaeologists. But you didn't own the company then. No, not not 2,000 <laughs> years ago. But who knows? Yeah, maybe you did. Maybe we maybe did. Maybe another I, life. <laughs> maybe we just you know, made it originally in like the knapsacks and you know started. Yeah, who knows? knows but uh you know for that there's archaeologists that actually found cultured dairy remnants of uh in in buried in with mummies from four thousand years ago so wow. it could even go back four thousand years ago so we're talking a real ancient food that's been passed down generation to generation and it's and look how preserved they were i know right <laughs> must have been the all the good products <laughs> cultured dairy yeah, and yeah probiotics so yeah they they um 
this product is like ancient and fermented. It, it's something that's um, got a real artisan process of of making it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say manufacturing today. There's manufacturing, but then, you know, it was small villages, small individual grandmas, babushkas yeah. making it, and then walking down the to the bazaar and selling a few jars wow. that they made, and it it survived by folklore and storytelling, much like you do st storytelling. A lot of the 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 mystique around it is the folklore and story around it which is that people experience a good feeling from it it's mm -hmm. considered like the sh champagne of dairy mm -hmm. the probiotics have all of these really great benefits around them and and really made people feel good almost immediately after consuming isn't it funny everybody thinks this is like new I, it's, I, I know. Yeah, it's like now we just have the science to back up yeah. what we've been saying for right. thousands of years right. to just, you know, confirm the yeah. the, the storytelling the and the folklore. Yeah. yeah. So it's really fascinating to me that we really do look now to restore how we ate back in the day, you mm -hmm. know, like how our ancestors and, and everything's cyclical, right? It yeah. is. It is. It's really fascinating. And um, today, of course, we make it and sell it all over the country for your convenience. So you don't have to, you know, sit and make it at home. Yeah. So you have to go down to the exactly. village and get it. Everyone's yeah. so time crunched. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think what's fascinating is uh, the backstory yeah. of how you guys started, your family started this business. Um, and I do want to talk more about the product. But first, how did it get there? So I was just really blown away with your story your your parents came here with like $116 dollars uh, to be exact $116 and uh your mom I know was washing hair at a salon and yeah. she was like really intent on uh wanting to uh open a grocery store yeah. and she did she did so I, I, so I love that this is a really a woman's story it is a woman's story your mom sounds amazing she is one of the coolest yeah. most you know badass women that I know she, she must just, be well and I mean she was you know we were it this was when we came to the United States there was no Russian people here yet we were the wow. first of 48 families to be settled in 76 oh my gosh. so we were like people were like who are they is this KGB are they communists what's going right. on who are right. these people are Russian spies? exactly yeah. it was a very very first first wave and um we, you know, there were no translators to help us. There were no resources to really help us yeah. in our language. Like right. there was a refugee agency that helped us, but they didn't have a Russian speaking people, any on, on their staff or oh around. So now today, of course, yeah. it's everywhere. But yeah. back then, so it was very early, no money, no friends, no resources. Um, she and, didn't and know who did Gloria they... Steinem was. She had no idea who Gloria Steinem was. And yet she's kind and of a Gloria Steinem yeah, herself. Totally. But uh, when they came they, they left there because of all the oppression right yes like, yes yeah. my parents were very entrepreneurial my dad yeah. was an engineer she hated the loops that she always had to jump through and just like they hassle people and yeah you know they're even still today she really hated that they both kind of did not want to live there felt like it was in oppression you know my dad would find records of Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and find and be able to play them and he'd go yeah. to jail he could go to jail for that wow, that is you know unbelievable, he would wire it? a radio station yeah. because he knew engineering he wired a radio station and picked up voice of America wow. and he would listen to what they were saying that that would that's punishable that's yeah. like you go to jail for that wow. And he would listen to what was being said, and he said, you know, we could have such a better life in America. We need to get out of here. We, yeah. We're being suppressed. Yeah, and he and could see it. You know, yeah. we always say, what you think and what you say is what manifests. So by 
being able to get that over the radio and get that information, it sounds like he could envision a better life. Absolutely. Because it was closed. Nobody knew what it was like outside of the wall. Nobody knew how, what, what could be. They didn't get news or yeah. it was before the internet even in some places today like, well it, it is and that's yeah. why we're fighting for free right. internet all over the world so that we can connect people to get them information so they have right. the ability to span, stand up for their rights right. to know what's going on sure and, and, and then these so dictators of course don't want that absolutely they don't want the people <laughs> no, to know how are they going to manipulate I mean, look them at china they block it you know i was in china and our guide had never seen images from the tiananmen square she had no idea and we, she, they block everything related to the uh, tiananmen square on google search in china Wow. So we were able to pick it up yeah. on our phones yeah. and we showed it to her. We showed her images from the, right. the, the massacre. She was blown away. And oh she, this was gosh. a historian. She had no idea that this happened in her country. Wow. So, yes, this is this is what's going on in the world. So that's what they came from. They're they like, came. we don't yeah. want to be oppressed. Yeah. We want to build this life in America. And they made it here to the United States. And your mom started this after saving up for, I guess, a long time. Yeah. A grocery store, then she opened up five of them, right? Five of them. And, and this was the catalyst to becoming LifeWay, Lifeway. Foods. It was, the, it was the thing that started yeah. LifeWay, really. It yeah. was the catalyst, and it launched the rest of our life in the yeah. food business. I mean, people today, they know that, uh, I guess, uh, that, you know, that's a female CEO of the company. But I bet you most of them don't know it was a female that helped really start this Absolutely. business. I know. And I think That's even then, I, I think my dad stories. kind of even pushed that story out. You know, it really became about my dad as it got bigger and bigger when, yeah, it's really my mom who uh, inspired it and then also gave him the idea. You know, she was really the brains behind the whole operation. Right. And, uh, yeah, she, you know, she didn't know Gloria Steinem. She didn't know the women's movement was happening around her. She wa- learned English watching General Hospital and Edge of Night and uh, started, you know, as, as a hair washer first when she could pick up a few words she started a nail technician and then within two years saved up every penny opened this deli because she said I want to I want food that is similar to what I grew up with um, and really leaning into that maternal instinct to feed to connect with food um, and and opened up the store that became five then an international distribution and import and export business so mm-hmm. she started cutting deals with men all around the world she was definitely the only woman at the table um, cutting you know deals for containers and truckloads of, of different food stuff from Europe and then would be selling them here to you know LA San Francisco New but York you, everywhere where like the, the Russians apple were. doesn't fall far from the tree I mean I learned yeah. a lot watching her for sure right you know I remember you know going to the airport to pick up a container or going to you know Ashland sausage in Chicago to you know pick up a container of, of uh, sausages that she would sell so you know it really that was the beginning and in 85 they were in Germany in a food at a food show a food trade buying show my dad went into the grocery store bought three bottles of kefir something that he drank all the time every day in Russia it's a staple people drink it breakfast lunch dinner from the time they're born really? until they die oh it's oh, a staple the, and back then they didn't have any other options so typical lunch was a quart of kefir and a loaf of bread yeah that was normal but has all these medicinal benefits so not having it for many years he felt like the difference in his body and he drank one bottle right outside the store and said to my mom you know america has everything but it doesn't have kefir i wish wow. we had this in america and my wow. mom looked at him and said well you're an engineer why don't you design the plant build the plant out make the kefir and i'll sell 
sell it in my distribution system. Six months later, they incorporated the business and the rest is really history. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, then they were growing it, growing it, growing it. And within two years, they had received quite a bit of press this crazy Russian immigrant that started had this dream to start this business and this family that came American dream that got a lot of publicity and at the time Gorbachev and Reagan were starting their peace process talks so my dad actually sent a case over to Reagan and Reagan brought a case over to Gorbachev to kind of uh you know, have a conversation starter. That's huge. Yeah, it was big. It was a big deal. We always like to say we were part of the peace process. Um, But so that became even more uh, interesting to the media, to the general consumer. Like they were fascinated with all things Russian, with all things Soviet. Like they just, it was this unknown. So we were really able to tell stories of our lives through our product and through Kiefer. And then of course, at the same time, um, the health movement started to pick up. And so there was this understanding that what you eat has impact on how you feel and how and your health and so that movement get really started gaining ground and whole foods was opening up all over we were one of the first brands in whole foods and wild oats for those they would say it's not so much the product as the timing a lot, it's a lot of it is a timing. Lot of it's timing. A lot of it's timing. But yeah. we wait. I mean, it's really going. Like every time I think, <laughs> oh, it's really going. And then I five more years, I'm like, oh, it's really going. Now. <laughs> like, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I think, you know, the food industry has been flipped on its head. And, you know, we've been you at keep it for expanding 30 your products, years. right? Yeah, we keep yeah. launching new things. We, we have new flavors. A lot of new things. Yeah. yeah. We're kind we're always looking for ways that we can incorporate what we're doing with the newest trend. So when pomegranate first started, mm. we were one of the first dairy we were the first dairy company to incorporate that as a flavor and we were able to just do it really quickly and and respond to what was happening in other trends within the food space so chia or coconut or anything that's kind of happening that's um, kind of growing in in uh, availability and and awareness we'd like to incorporate very cool yeah so that's how innovation happens and what's on the agenda is there any new product coming out that you want to share a lot of new products coming out um one that we've started um, talking about is uh, probiotic kefir pills like in a supplement in a pill form because i do notice that people are as much as they say they want to eat healthy they're still kind of lazy about it and they want a quick fix they want to just they're on the go or they're traveling they do want just like a quick fix and so we want to give them one more option to still be able to incorporate and use our probiotics and Mm -hmm. make it just as easy and seamless as possible so those are launching I'm really excited about that also you know I travel a lot and I, I know like everyone seems to be traveling quite a bit now everyone's hustling and it's sometimes hard to get into the grocery store to buy, right. you know. So it's nice to carry the yeah, pills with you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's exciting, but we have so many things. Like I can't even, we have five years of product and pipeline. Um, wow. So some of lady. them are secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very busy. <laughs> but let's talk also, um, what I love about you uh, is, and I try to have women on the show that, you know, I call them 360 karma women. And that's women that. that they're successful, but they're giving back. Yeah. And you do a lot of that. And I want to acknowledge that and take Thank a you. look at your focus, which I know is helping empower women. Yeah. And uh, I know you were a producer, executive producer on The Hunting Ground. Yeah, we just won an Emmy. Yeah, <laughs> Diane great. Warren won it for the song that she wrote, um, wow. Till It Happens to You, that was performed with Lady Gaga and right. um, featured in the film. I think we have a picture of that, uh, awesome. of you performing yeah. on the Grammy Awards. Uh, Oscars. 
on the Oscars okay. last year yeah. uh, with uh, Lady Gaga. I thought that was the highlight of the Oscars Thank was you. that piece. It was uh, very powerful. Oh, the music was beautiful. The whole segment was beautiful. I love really the overall theme of the Oscars last year was women's empowerment from what Joe Biden said to that mm -hmm. uh, Lady Gaga and, and also the woman that talked uh, that won the uh, best documentary about how it was changing laws over in other parts of the world to help uh, women. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it was a great film. It, it, it is a time of women's empowerment. Needless to say, Hillary's running is a big yeah. component of that. I know you're a big fan. Yeah. Um, tell me why you think she would make a great president. Well, I mean, she's the most qualified. Uh, clearly, her resume is impeccable. She's worked her butt off since she was a kid. You know, I mean, I just continuously am impressed every time I hear a new story of her achievements that have largely been unknown to the general public. Um, yeah. I found know. that with the Democratic Convention where they highlighted some of the things that she's done. And I think the average person wasn't aware of all the good that she has done. It's yeah. always seemed to be like a focus on some negativity which yeah, tends to listen. be prevalent in our politics but and genders you yeah. know the, the general sexism that goes on and the double standard for women and I think as Held women, such a higher level such a higher yeah. level I and yeah. and and not really understanding all of the really great attributes that we have um that that you know it, it just but, you know, it, our stories have been untold, largely women's stories have been untold. And, um, you know, today there is a focus on telling those stories. And if we right. don't tell those stories and you can't see it, then right. you'll never believe it. And I think part of the problem is that we haven't had these stories at front and center for hundreds of years. We've right. never had a male president. We've never had a female nominee, you know, yeah. so we don't there's no playbook for how it's done right. nobody's ever seen it right and and I do think that men underestimate how hard women work and how much more we put in mm -hmm. just to prove ourselves right um you know when I took over as as the CEO I was working 18 hour days so is that all you know <laughs> because I I had yeah, to do it I you, you just do the work and and right. I, so I think Hillary's done the work for 40 years yeah. um so she's incredibly experienced right. uh, more than any other president has yeah. been yeah. Um, I was really really impressed with her work as Secretary of State and um, when I was seeing her navigate and, and putting women and girls on the agenda for our foreign policy um, and making it a part of our national security actually mm -hmm. was very very thoughtful insightful and genius in my opinion because mm -hmm. if we can empower women in the re rest of the world yes. and girls we can really bring them in to be our allies to reduce violence to reduce mm -hmm. terrorism you know they would be empowered to stand up to uh, kind of dictators in and in I these think countries. the only way that these are going to change is to have women in positions of influence yeah uh, yeah, and that that's yeah. why I decided to focus on women and girls is my uh, is my uh, kind of focus and attention because I, I realize that less than twenty women are CEOs of Fortune five hundred companies. Less mm -hmm. than seventeen percent of our government is made up of females. 
there's very few women in media in positions mm-hmm. of power right. um, that help tell us. Yeah. So yeah. so we're not at the table yeah. for policy. This impacts like policy agenda, right. how our world is run, our ability to access health and safety right. um, and to unlock that. So I realize it affects men and women. It affects the whole world. Right. You know, this right. is the whole world we're talking. So I, I realizing that, you know, I have a business, I have a flat platform, I have some network that I it is my obligation right. to support these issues, to right. really help elevate these issues and, right. and you know, raise them where I can. And, right. and I think philanthropically, for every dollar, um, seven cents go to women's issues philanthropically. Wow. And we're the ones that are always at risk for all sorts of things wow. um, and, and the ones most impacted by we're the one with budget the research. Right, <laughs> right. So, yeah. but yeah, women and girls, when there's tight budgets, when resources yeah. are tight, it's the women and girls who are the most impacted and feel it the most. Right. So that's right. that's kind of uh, how I lead my, my life, I think. Right, and I love the new message too is that uh, we have to treat boys to treat women with respect at young ages, yeah. and that was kind of, uh, I remember what Biden had said at the uh, Oscars last year, and uh, just shed more light on things like uh, nipping uh, trafficking in the bud and uh, things like this. We've got to put our attention, our focus, our monies, our our time behind stopping these things yeah yeah we've done not a really good job so far in in uh, creating a safe world for our girls and women and boys um so one thing that i did on the side is i started a nonprofit called test 400k which works to end the backlog of untested rape kits because I discovered there was 400,000 untested rape kits in the country that go back to like 1978. Less than 20% have ever been analyzed. It's crazy. I read that in an article that you started that because you were just so miffed with the fact that there's a backlog and all it was was... Uh, time and money. Yes, it's and time so, and money. <laughs> hello. So this is women's lives and our communities. Yeah. Every one of those rape kits is a a person behind there, a family that's been impacted, a community. And what's the name of that again? Test four hundred K. Test four hundred K is your nonprofit Correct. that does the testing, right? Yeah. And then uh, your website is Lifeway Kef- uh, yeah, lifewaykeefer.com, which I know we have on the screen. So the probiotic um, drink. And so, well, I think it's just wonderful that you're using your talents, your resources, your Thank energy you. uh, to give back uh, in you. such an important way. Thank you. Obviously, uh, I'm all about women's empowerment, and uh, I really appreciate women like you that are stepping up to the plate and, and giving your time and your money to make a difference. Thank so. you. Well, thank you for telling our stories. Because that it's, you know, you get to control the consciousness around us. So it's really important. Yeah. Thank thank you. All right. Well, we'll be right back with uh, our other guests, Dana and Carlos. And uh, here's a message from our sponsors. Thank you. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live, Love, Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360karma woman? If so, spread the word. 
be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together. The Live Love Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. Fans of the Live Love Thrive radio show, join us for our Live Love Thrive conference in Los Angeles on November 12, 2016. This will be one of the most dynamic and interactive conferences in the country regarding equal pay and the shift of putting more women into positions of influence. Plus, incredible speakers, music, and life-changing tools to help you find your life purpose and create your legacy. Get your tickets now at www.LiveLoveThriveConference.com. And we are back with my guests, Dana Arnett and Carlos Sapene. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm going to start with your background, Carlos, because uh, that's kind of a topic of our show today about families that have fled other companies under oppression to uh, come to America and and, and start successful businesses Mm -hmm. like you two have done. And um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about, you know, you're leaving Venezuela, your Mm -hmm. kidnapping attempt that forced you to leave there and give us a little background there. Sure. Uh, So I left Venezuela about 15 years ago, right at the transition from the democratic government to the socialist country uh, Mm -hmm. government uh, Mm -hmm. under Hugo Chavez. And I had just come back from uh, spending some time in Europe, and I was about to start college in Venezuela. So my intention was to stay in Venezuela. Uh And I had to go to my high school, which was just a walk up the street from my house, and pick up some of my paperwork to take to the university. Mm -hmm. And on my way down, it was sort of like a movie. There was this big white van driving down the street, the door slammed open, and guys with black hoods on jumped out and started running towards me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty intense. So I immediately you get that sense of, you know, fight or flight yeah. type of thing. And you uh, ran? And I ran. Oh I gosh. ran. Luckily, wow. I guess, in a way, um, one of the people from the government lived across the street from me. Oh, my gosh. So their house was guarded by the army. So I got there to their front gate, and the guard kind of recognized me, and I said, open up. And he's like, what do you mean? (laughs) I'm like, open up. And he saw the guys with the hoods coming after me, and he opened the gate, and I ran in. This is unbelievable. Yeah, it was was honestly like a movie. Do you feel your uh, adrenaline when you even tell the story? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Yeah. it immediately comes back even after all this time. So I went home. My mom had heard the scuffle outside with the army and the guys, oh and she was like, you're getting on a plane. You're getting on a plane, and you're- To America. To America. Wow. Yeah. And it happened that quickly. Yeah. 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 So I know you said, uh, if you don't mind me sharing, that yeah. your family was very well-to-do there, so that was a big deal to pick up and leave. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is, is uh, my, my cousin and his family owned a TV network in oh. Venezuela oh called RCTV. And uh, it was uh, sort of tagged as the opposition uh-huh. network. Uh, it was shut down by the government. Oh, so that's why that you were on their target. Yeah, probably. Wow. Probably. 
So you know, we just have such a luxury here in America that mm -hmm. we can kind of do and say anything as is obvious in this political election, uh, but uh, good or bad. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is true that um, you know we just uh, take it for granted and we don't realize really so how we oppressed it is in other countries. Well, well, we well, you would ever think that this yeah. man couldn't go back to his country. Like mm -hmm. he can't go back to his country. It's not safe, you right, know, for right. him or his family. Right. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, I I tell my friends here in America. We gave it for granted too. We had a democratic government. Oh. We were an oil country. Mm. We and thought never it would thought this never could happen. happen. Yeah, it's. It, it, we always said it's not going to happen here if yeah. we don't let it. If we let it happen, the United States is not going to let it happen because we're the. We were the number one uh, oil producing country. Uh, exporting, mm -hmm. supplying right. to the United States. Right. So you thought and you were in, untouchable, and we thought yeah. it'll. It'll never happen, right. and it. Would just go. Did. Do you ever think that could happen here? I mean, you know what it is. It. Mm -hmm. I. I would always hear my Cuban friends because half of what Americans don't realize is half of Cubans went to Miami, but the other half came to Venezuela. Right. So I would I hear. I remember you told me your grandmother. My godmother. Yeah. Your my, godmother. My was godmother. In Cuba and then went to yeah. Venezuela. So it happened to her twice. Twice. Oh. Twice. Did she end up here? Uh, she ended up in the States. Yeah, mm -hmm. she ended up in Miami. But she, uh, God rest her soul, had a uh, school in Venezuela, which is still there. It's a private school. Uh, but the persecution from the government, both in Cuba and then in Venezuela, she would always tell us the stories about Cuba. And I would be like, oh, that would never happen here. Mm. Right. Until it happened. Until it, it happened. happened there, right. Yeah. So it could happen. The point is it could happen anywhere. We yeah. have to be careful who we, we pay elect and who we have running this country. And Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, and mm -hmm. the challenge was that for it's us. It's not a joke. No, it's not a for joke. For us, it was a social thing. Yeah. It was the same sort of thing that is happening here. People were tired of the government. They were tired of all the lies. They thought that this, that this would be person better. was a, a big change, mm -hmm. that he was politically incorrect he would say whatever he thought off the cuff he would attack everyone that he wanted to and people like that and people like that they thought it was honest mm -hmm. and that Out was going to get box, them somewhere right you know, yeah. rebel right. yeah mm -hmm. right but then look what happened yeah wow yeah. so yes. fast forward mm -hmm. uh you guys have a tremendously successful business i know you're working with everyone from elon musk uh, on his bullet train to mm -hmm the NAACP Image Awards. Yes. And why don't we back up and, and, and talk about how you guys both got to where you are today? Because I know you both have very interesting backgrounds in television and mm -hmm. right. whatnot. So. You want me to start about yes, how we go got ahead. together? Yeah. How we got together? Yeah. Does that sound good? Sure. Well, we, you know, I had had uh, 35 years in television, most of it in reality television. I was doing post-production. That's why being in front of the camera is an odd thing for somebody <laughs> like me. But, you know. And, and you, what kind of shows were you working we on? We did, well, the last company that I was with for 10 years, we did The Biggest Loser. Okay. I launched The Biggest Loser with them. We did 11 seasons of that and Bar Rescue and Extreme Makeover. My, my company was a lot about transformation, transformational yeah. television. So right. a lot about the weight loss and changing from the inside out. Okay. So we. I did. kind of feel like this election is about the biggest loser, but right, that's a whole right. Oh my gosh, so you're so right, you're so right. You're yeah. so, just a little caveat, yeah, yeah, just a tiny thing. But I started many, many years ago yeah. as a receptionist on Barney Miller in this building, so oh my that was a long time ago. But where we are today at UBN, where mm -hmm. we are at UBN, yeah. exactly yeah. upstairs, right upstairs from here. So we'll go nice full to, circle. Huh? Nice to be back, right? <laughs> and but Carlos and I, we I had quit my career. I decided I was done. I wanted to learn something new, and I met Carlos. Um, we uh, Marianne Williamson was running for Congress 
Harris in District 33. I remember that. And I thought, yeah, you remember. And she was, she was yeah. really, she did a, a really good job. And um, I participated with her, and she I volunteered, and she hired me to do some work, um, kind of man, not campaign management, but managing the structure of the organization. And Carlos was doing all of her digital and setting up her website and her social media presence. And we met, and we liked each other, but it was chaotic, so we didn't really get to talk too much. But when it was finished, we Carlos asked if I wanted to work on a rebrand for Pop TV, which was TV Guide, and uh, we did it together, and we. Thought, great oh, experience, great right? Synergy. It was fun. Yeah. It was yeah. fun, and he, you know, then we got together, and he had had his own company after after he left NBC, and we said, let's do it together. It's interesting because you never know in life. You know, I came out of ten years at NBC Universal right. and Comcast. Mm-hmm. What did you work on? What shows? Uh, e Entertainment Television, right. E Online. So everything digital. Uh, Help bring and did you the work Kardashians. on the Kardashians? Yes. <laughs> I thought you did. I, you don't want to say. Yeah. Well, on the digital, okay. on the digital <laughs> side. The digital side. Uh, don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that brand is a big brand. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to say brand. kudos to you. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was there for seven years. Uh, every you possible I show. Said no, I know. I do it too. I do it too. It's a great brand. It's an amazing brand, and they've become a worldwide phenomenon. So. Nothing quite like it. Nope. Uh, I was at the Style Network for a while as well, heading up their digital, and then I did a brief stint at Bravo in New York, mm-hmm. uh, working on Millionaire oh, Matchmaker. Bravo in New York. In, uh, oh, you did? At, in cable television advertising. Maybe yeah. we were there at the same time. Yeah, yeah maybe. there you go. <laughs> Small world. Yeah. Um, so that's how you two came together. Now, some people yeah. may not know who Marianne Williamson is, so maybe we digress there in that uh, I know I've been following her for 20 or 30 years. I would say 20, but it's probably 30, if I'm honest. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I love her. Uh, she do, she does uh, spiritual work. I know she's mm-hmm. been on Oprah and whatnot and, and uh, focuses on um, – uh, Course in Miracles. Course in Miracles, many And uh, I, I'll never forget, she always has this saying that she says every day, that she says, uh, tell me where you want me to go, what you want me to do, who you want me to talk to, and what you would have me say. I mm. know. And I think I everybody know. should kind of guide their life that way. We're, we're all here for a purpose. Yeah. And I thought it was like kind of the best download of information I, I ever got you, from her. I just did that in the restroom before yeah. we came out here, you yeah. know, because speak through me, because me I mean, too. she really, yeah. Thanks, Marianne. Well, yeah. she's so, she's just, she she yeah. makes her, the way that she has, I've read a lot of her books, and the way that she presents things um, is for somebody like me to understand. Right. It's not so esoteric, it's right. not, it's really, she helps me understand yeah, on a level, level that I can Something right. that we can all grasp that's not like woo-woo. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. Well. She brought us together. She did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did, yes. yeah. yeah. So as business partners, uh, you guys now are focused <clears throat> on, um, I, I, I know I want to talk about the, the things you're working on and then also talk about how you guys give back because I know mm-hmm. you're, you're mm-hmm. big about that and that's that 360 karma aspect I love to talk oh, about okay. because I love when successful people are helping other people. Right. Mm-hmm. I always say the best way to get what you want is to help other people get what they want. Yeah. And so uh, let's digress a little bit here and talk about uh, the program that you guys are doing mentoring for. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about sure. that. Sure. Uh, it's called the Precelerator. Uh, by it's organized by a law firm called Stubbs and Alderton here mm-hmm. in Santa Monica, and the concept behind it is to help people 
that have great ideas, develop them into successful companies. And whereas in most cases, when you hear about startups, they're dealing with what are called accelerators or Mm -hmm. incubators, which are places where you already have to show that you've had a level of success, that you've been able to reach an audience, that you've been able to reach maybe profitability even before you get accepted into it. Which is hard because a lot of people, they don't have any money to start this up. And you don't know what you have an idea. Well, and some people don't even know how hard it can be to start a startup. There's so many legalities that you have to put in place. So Stubbs and Alderton, yeah, they, they help you by creating all of your legal documentation because they're actual they're an actual law very firm. reduced it's rate. called stubbs yeah. and alderman St- alderton t-o-n yes. stubbs and alderton yes wow what an amazing they program. did it to give back so that they because oh. they had these five attorneys the story as we know it had become very successful and their way of giving back was to create this program to help startup companies but they get applications hundreds and hundreds a month and they go through and see which businesses they feel would be viable businesses and do they have to submit business plans or just the idea just the idea you, you can even you it, you know, you could, you could scroll you could it on whatever. a napkin and yeah. send it over. Yeah, and huh? that's the thing. Uh, obviously, the more detail you, you put right. into it, the I better. Know. But it's not the sort of thing that you have to have a website. You have to have. You don't. You, you don't have to do the business plan and all that. No, they, they help work you. With you. They, they help, help you do, you do it. that if they yeah. like the and idea. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they have cool mentors. Many, many mentors. They're smart. They've gotten many people. Um, we happen to be. I don't know how many are in digital, but we were accepted as the digital mentors for these companies. Wow. And so we meet them. Where our requirement with them is to. Uh, come two hours uh, a month and we do a lot in between with them and meet with the companies and offer digital advice, uh, website building, yep. strategies, plans. We're help working with a company right now called Napkin Finance. Michelle Obama was um, involved with them and we are helping them with their strategy and their social media plan wow. and presence. So Yeah, let's talk about some of the things they are getting behind. I know you said mm-hmm. there's some apps and Oh, tell them about voter. Oh, yeah. The uh, the voter app is an extremely interesting app because the concept behind it is that people make their choices right now based on a party Mm -hmm. and or based on a name that they see on TV, recognition. (laughs) They think that they align with the right people. The voter app lets you put in your preferences, your choices for different topics. And, and then it tells you who, it tells you who actually is aligned. The percentage of the yeah, percentage that, that they are aligned with your true beliefs that's and your very true cool. thoughts. Because often I'll see people that um, I think uh, all of the things in their life are aligned with a different candidate than they're mm-hmm. voting for. And I'm thinking, why are you voting because for them? I'm they're not for line, people like right. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's yep. really the party. Inter- the party idea, I think, is going away. It, yeah. w- and when you look at the voter app, and anybody can order it now, they've just, it, I mean, can download it. And I It's just called voter app? V-O-T-E-R. Just yeah. look yeah. at it on. It's a blue, little blue logo. And they... In case you didn't know how to spell uh, voter. Why don't you think voter? Yeah. We're really going to worry. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they shouldn't get that. <laughs> maybe don't get that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, but so so it's it's and it's so fun to select the the topics that are important and then see this come up and then you can read on the can. It's a, and they're trying to do it all on the they, state and city well, level. Yeah, they go oh, down to the city level. Oh, that'd be great. That's what I was going to say. Just I think that's the hardest one uh, when you go to vote for state or city. It's hard to be familiar it's name with name recognition, all of them. right? That we yeah. correct most of us. So right. yeah, they help you make those choices, but uh, and they're very objective about mm-hmm. things. They're not. And do you in, think it'll uh, I mean, no spill over into? Um, uh, things that are on the ballot, you know, that are, you know, topics like that you have to vote on. Yep. Yep. yep exactly. As well. Yeah. yeah. So they bring up those topics that are on the ballot yeah. and show you who's 
aligned with your beliefs as because well. you know they'll spin it in these tv ads or whatever yes. so and, great. and and you'll think oh i should vote for that referendum and then you come to find out read that the it's detail. like totally <laughs> not, not what you would want you would yeah. Well, yeah yeah the objectivity of voter yeah. and they keep building and adding more and more and more information into the app so that's well, one and of i think what's interesting too is exciting. that they're engaging a segment of the population that although seem to be engaged which yeah. is the millennials don't actually go out and vote so right. the idea behind that is to, to get them to help vote. them understand yeah. what they're voting for right. and then show them who actually aligns with their passions and get right. them to go out and vote for so them. What so what should happen at the end of the voter app is the Uber button pops up and goes, we will take you take to the you voting, voting pool. pool. I yes. love it. We'll tell Hunter, the yes. head of the company, we'll tell him. We will Absolutely. take you there. Yes. We are taking the day off and we are driving people to the polls. We both you are. decided yes, we, we are going. Oh, that's, that's what, what that, is our, that is our that. day yeah. in November. I yeah. love that. So you guys donate your time as mentors every month to these businesses yes. from this program mm -hmm. yeah. uh, to help them with their social media Understand strategy. social media, yeah. understand, you know, uh, what we found in big and small companies is that mm -hmm. people believe that you put up a website yeah. and that's all you need. They will yeah. come. And they will come. <laughs> yeah, build it and they will come. Right. Doesn't work that true. way. No, yeah. no, no, you know so that. So we, we have so many people that come to us and say, oh, I had a website. It didn't do anything for me. I don't right. think I need one. Right. Well, or I'll, sometimes I'll say to people, oh, where do you get most of your business? Oh, referrals. I go, oh, you don't get them online? No. And then you look at their website and you go, well, you don't get them online because nobody can find you. And you're, yeah. by the way, your website is horrible. Yes. And if I can say one <laughs> And that's probably why you're not getting any from the internet. Yes. Well, that's what we do actually yeah. have a chapter in the book that's called Word of Mouth and how yeah. Word of Mouth is better than any other kind of advertising. Well, sure. But you just have to have a presence and, and you have to do something. Do you know the they found uh, in research that something like 70 or 80 percent of people, when they are referred, the first thing they'll do is go to your website. Mm -hmm. of, that's so right. it still you has, has to, to have be great. One. Yes. You yes. know, okay. but as well, typos. The other, the, the yes. other challenge with people is not only do they make their websites extremely hard to look at, yeah. but they build them for themselves. Yes. It's like you're building it to sell to yourself. I right. love yes. that. And yeah, yeah. Not Instead from of thinking a about to experience. other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, what do I want? What yeah. do I want? Instead of yeah. thinking well, the uh, people that come to me, yeah. what would they want? Right. So, Make it understandable. Like I, I used to be in cable television advertising. I have a guy selling like lady shoes and he'd be like, I want to be on ESPN. I'm like, no, no, no. You want to be on Lifetime or USA yes. and be like, no, no, I watch ESPN. <laughs> but dude, it's okay. not your market. <laughs> yes. exactly. You yes. understand? Understanding exactly your right. audience and your market. Exactly. So, That's, and yeah. we get we have such a detailed process about finding those, the right. you know, who the users are and what their personas are. And right. so we have a process. But that that's really well, I know you've grown some businesses from a few thousand viewers to millions of viewers. Yes. So yes. You yes. definitely have a track viewers. record. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. I know uh, NAACP Image Awards, you guys. We did a heck of a digital campaign. Really yeah, yeah blew up their we were, viewership and we were second uh, on digital for the night on Twitter on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, huge! So it was, was a great second event. out of millions. Yeah, yeah. Wow. TV One TV. So. They had a very successful time. We're working on the second yeah. second. Well, awards. one thing I know that's exciting, and we have a picture of it, is your new book. It's called mm. uh, Influence Over Coffee. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I love the title, uh, How to Gain It or Use It in Social Media. Yes. Correct. So that's the, really something you two can talk about. <laughs> yes. We can. We can. So the purpose of the book is really, you know, I've been in technology for many years. For, and I've been since the, the 1800s, I think. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yes, since, since yeah. you know, Tesla. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I noticed was, uh, I, I, as I grew into the entertainment industry, was that the marketing people 
and the technology people had zero communication. Wow. They were unable. It was editorial marketing and technology. They were unable to speak the same language. Yeah. And uh, I've talked about this with Dana many times before. Technology has become an ingrained part of our life but feels very inaccessible right. to a lot of people, very right. scary. Well, they just don't understand it. And yeah. and you know what? Uh, they shouldn't have to and they don't need to yeah. because there's people like you guys that simple. are experts that make it easy. <laughs> make it easy. Uh, it's just kind of like I used to say to people when we would create their TV ads, I'd be like, well, you don't you don't drill your own teeth for you go yeah. to the dentist right yes. right you know, well hire don't, what you don't, don't make know. your own videos have somebody professionally do it that's why people are trained in that or social media or marketing or pr or whatever that's yeah. that's that's what makes the world go round we all have different gifts yes. and in order to have a successful company you have to gather around you a team of each of the people that have those that gifts. fill the gaps Absolutely. that fill the gaps hire, exactly hire what right. you don't know hire well, what you don't know we yeah. always yeah. say that and that one of the reasons i think that what we were saying about why o over coffee and my partner was the one that kind of had this idea of how to make a casual conversation and we wanted to make a, you know how many times have i explained that people I, i've met or family members said i don't understand post production what do you do for a living yeah and i tried to explain it when i was in that career and so we thought you know Let's make something influencer marketing. There's influencers all over YouTube and everywhere. Let's talk about it in a casual conversation right, right. and see if we can, you well, know, you encourage knowing people. advertising, you know how much it's changed over time oh with digital and uh, people have become very savvy. So influencer marketing has come around from this this <clears throat> concept of all these kids that all of a sudden became as famous as world-renowned actors Kim Kardashian. and, yeah. and oh, celebrities. Oh, yeah, YouTube celebrities. Uh, right? YouTube, bigger than, bigger than market. Yeah. And how to, how to understand how it happens, partner with them, uh, who you should partner with, right. how they become an influencer. Right. People think nowadays, oh, I'm just going to go become a YouTube star. Right. And I'm going to make all this <laughs> yeah. money. Make some videos. Or people would say, uh, make us a video and make it go viral. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the favorite. The fa if we only had that magic sauce, yeah. that would do that. Exactly. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be wealthy be beyond measure. That. Yeah. Yes. 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 But uh, what it is is that um, – it is a wonderful opportunity for small businesses. I feel like the internet has leveled the playing field. Absolutely. And so startup businesses and entrepreneurs have a wonderful opportunity to tremendously grow their business with the right social media team around yes. them, SEO yes. team, mm -hmm. web design, uh, because uh, it, it's an equal playing field. Uh, Coca-Cola and, and, and Joe, who just created a new app, have that same That's internet. Right. That's right. Yep. Accessible. And it's how much they mm -hmm. uh, utilize it. And, and so, how smart they are about how they utilize right, it. Right, right, how smart they are. And that's where you guys come in. That's <laughs> right. so I know we have your uh, website up on the screen, oh, nice. uh, oh, which is wickedbionic.com, which yes. is a very yes. cool name. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. And uh, how'd you guys come up with that? Well, <laughs> the only honest thing, I am of the age that um, the bionic woman and the $6 million man were very popular in my day. And right. I lo I've always loved that word bionic. Yeah. And so we, you know, the first thing about finding a business name is what domain is available. <laughs> because right. all yeah. these great ideas, yeah. right. you know, you're sitting on GoDaddy trying yeah. to figure it out. So yeah. we found, we, I like the name uh, bionic. And then St Carlos said Wicked and my partner's from New England and Wicked is a famous word. So yeah. wickedbionic.com. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's memorable. It's it's edgy. Yeah. 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 Thank who doesn't you. want to be bionic? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. And wicked cool. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys cool. have more uh, books coming out? We do. We have a series. Our next one uh, that's coming out, not not written by us, but is called Influence Over Coffee. Edited uh, by us, but therapy not. Therapy Over Coffee. Ther oh, 
more influence, that, yeah. therapy over coffee, and right. it's going to be with a couple of therapists talking right. about and their business. Is there going to be one vodka over coffee? If no. you want, do you want to do that one? <laughs> I'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. That's yours. Martini's you got to work it down. We'll sign you up. <laughs> That's fine. Absolutely. And yeah, yes. so we have a whole series of people that want to talk in a regular way, in a conversational yeah. way, that people could understand what they're about doing. About different so. uh, topics. topics. That I might love be of that. Interest, Making so. it uh, simple. Simple, exactly. easy to yeah. understand, as if you, and the idea is that you could read the whole book over coffee. Yes. Right. There, mm, there right. right. So what's on the agenda for you guys uh, besides the books? Uh, what what clients are you working with in the coming year? I, I, I thought it was exciting you mentioned Elon Musk's uh, bullet. The uh, Hyperloop. The Hyperloop yeah. to... Um, yeah. From San Francisco. Los Angeles to the yeah, to yeah Los Angeles to San Francisco. They're actually uh, building a test track in Quay Valley. Oh my God! Right now, mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple of uh, hyperloops, a uh, couple of companies. So Elon Musk uh, revived the concept of the hyperloop, uh -huh. uh, gave it the name, I believe. Mm -hmm. of you the had hyperloop. a chance to meet him, or uh, we have not no. met yeah. with him, but we met with the CEO of Hyperloop Transportation oh, wow. Technologies. Wonderful He's people. He's just a brainiac, Smart. isn't he? he? Isn't he just amazing? And yes. no boundaries. And I guess when there's you know yeah. unlimited you know funds, but the watching yeah. the SpaceX and everything that he's him doing is brilliant. And Richard Branson. And and oh, Richard are, Branson, one of my favorite heroes. people ever. Yes. Oh, I love talk yeah. about Branson. bionic. These guys You're are bionic. right. I would love to Richard Branson. What a man to take. He's he is he gives back. And that I love yeah. reading his stuff on, yeah. on LinkedIn all the time. He's well, incredible. And that's our message to our viewers. You know, uh, we want to help our viewers be successful by utilizing uh, our, our guests uh, and their services, uh, and then and, and then figure out what's why are they here and, and how could mm -hmm. they be giving back. So right. thank you so much for being on the show, thank you for and thanks us. for all you're doing to give back and help entrepreneurs. That's really yes. cool. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thanks. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next week. Tune in the same time, same place, UBN Radio, and hugs and happiness. Do you want to have more passion and purpose in your day-to-day? -day? Are you yearning to ignite your power within? Now, more than ever, the world needs women who dream big, inspire others, and are living their greater purpose. There's never been a better time to up your game and make your success happen now. Contact Danny Rukin for a complimentary consultation and find out more about how you can become more effective, energized, and empowered while making a difference in doing what you love. Go to www.dannyrukin.com. The Live Love Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of Downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. The Live Love Thrive radio show is produced by 360karma.com. Are you a 360 Karma woman? If so, spread the word. Be sure to follow us on social media at 360 Karma Women on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please like us and share us with family and friends. This is the year of the woman, and we are stronger together. Fans of the Live Love Thrive radio show, join us for our Live Love Thrive conference in Los Angeles on November 12, 2016. This will be one of the most dynamic and interactive conferences in the country regarding equal pay and the shift of putting more women into positions of influence. Plus, incredible speakers, music, and life-changing tools to help you find your life purpose and create your legacy. Get your tickets now at www.livelovethriveconference.com. 